Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, greetings, and salutations. Welcome to the Merlot Show here on Blog Talk Radio, where I'm your host, Merlot. What's good, everybody? What's up? About to get this party turned up tonight. Yes, we already have people waiting patiently on the switchboard for the show. You see people are actually on the web as well, so we want to salute you and say thank you so much for calling in tonight. Uh, We do want to say... 
the guest of the evening uh, is Knuckles. Uh, Knuckles uh, was born June the 9th, 1981, at Reynolds Army Hospital in Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Um, and that's all I want to say. If you didn't read the background, that's your problem at the moment. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we want to apologize for last Thursday's show. Um, if we were having some technical difficulties, none of our own. Uh, but the artist or the author for that particular evening did an awesome job. The show went on anyway. If you missed it, make sure you go back and listen on iTunes. It's downloadable as a free podcast. And, of course, you just search F-O-M-E-R-L-O-T, and it will be readily available. All right. So um, pretty much I'm still waiting for the guests to call in at the moment. I'm not sure if they're out there. Guests, if you're out there, press that number one button so we can go ahead and get you plugged in and ready. But while we're waiting, we're going to go ahead and listen to a track while I screen some of these calls. So just give us a quick moment, and we'll be right back. Wander. I'll tell you how to get there, you don't have to wander It's up past the city limits where there's no street lights But there's a big bonfire so you can see alright Might got some East on Mike, might have some E&J Might have some moonshine in a jar or some Cavassier Cause there's a bunch of different folks from all across the way All with red solo cups that they can toss away There's white girls, black chicks, Latinas, and Asians A smorgasbord of gorgeous, man, it's simply amazing Pressing thighs hotter than some chicken that's Cajun It's safe to say the grill ain't the only thing blazing Secondly, your weaponry, you won't be needing it This is a melting pot, I'm just stirring the beat in it It don't matter who you are, it don't matter where you're from We can mix it all together like some coke and some rum We're just having some fun, and we won't settle down Cause we got the spot hotter than a tea kettle now And it's about to blow, it's about to blow The applause is for the hotties off in every row All these bodies, man, the temperature will probably grow Cause the barbecue ball is the hottest show Welcome back, everybody, to the Fumerlo Show here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, still yet waiting on the guest to call in. He's going to make us call his ass out tonight. You know, I love to cut people up and do all chops and screw types of shit. But I have a question. How many of you guys out there actually listen to that new Mariah Carey song? Oh, my goodness. Why are you mad? <laughs> uh, I just thought about it. I was just like, while wow, I was sitting here, I was just like, why are you mad? It, at first, I was a little confused as to what was going on. But um, I guess, watch this, y'all. Here's the guess. Watch this. Let me see how we do this. Knuckles. Yes, sir. Unbelievable. 
we called you out on the show. What's good with you? What's good with you? Man, you know what? I, I could have sworn that the showtime was 9 o'clock my time. I, I just, I've just been working on a music video this evening, and, and things just kind of got away from me. Unbelievable. Yeah, I was like, wow, I can't believe it. It's, it's 8 o'clock, and for some reason <laughs> I was thinking 9. Yeah, yeah, so I've, I've been working, though. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Well, of course, I have you plugged into the show, but, you know, I had to call you out real quick. I was talking well, to Well, man, I, I appreciate it, and I own up for anything, anything that I, that I missed out on. I apologize to anyone. It's, it's not like good. me. I try to be very professional. Well, we just heard the barbecue ball, so we'll talk a little bit about that in a moment. But um, in the meantime, why don't we start off by just generally asking, like, who are you? Tell them a little bit about yourself to the people. Okay. Uh, well, my real name is Stephen Knuckles. Uh, it's not spelled the same as Knuckles on your hand, but it's pronounced the same. So that's really my name, you know, uh, People have been calling me that since gym class in kindergarten uh, when the first gym coach was like, Knuckles, you know, so that <laughs> kind of stuck. So when I started doing music, I mean, you know, that was basically my street name anyway, you know, take it to the stage name or however you want to call it. Okay. So that's, that's basically that's basically how I'm Knuckles. Uh, man, I was born uh, on a, an Army base here in Oklahoma at Reynolds Army Hospital, Fortville, Oklahoma. I live in Lawton. I'm from Lawton. Uh, it's a town of about a hundred thousand people. It's not big. It's not small. You know, it's kind of corrupt. Or it's out in the middle of nowhere. So that's pretty oh. much where I grew up. <laughs> corruption, corruption. <laughs> we better not say yeah. that too much tonight. They might. Yeah, we won't. Like they did last week. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't. We don't need that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, are you the only person that's in your family that's into the the music industry or the arts? I like to say the arts. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, so, okay, so Rap With Me started when I was eight years old. I got my first rap tape for Christmas, and it was the Fat Boys coming back hard again. And I'll never forget, because there was a song on there. It's funny, listen, this is a great story about hip-hop. This is how I fell in love with hip-hop. Okay, there was a, a song on there called Hell No, and I, I played it. That. Yeah, no, and my no. mom, my mom came in the room and was like, Oh, no, Santa Claus done lost his mind getting you that. You know, I was eight, so, you know, at that time, Santa Claus. So later I, I looked back on that and was like, man, Mom mom tripped out, bought that, and then regretted it herself, you know what I mean? Right. And, I mean, my love of hip-hop was from, from then on. I got, like, I got another Fat Boys tape, which was crushing. Uh, and then it just moved from there. I moved uh, right into Wu-Tang, the 36 Chambers, uh, the first Outcast, Southern Playalistic. Uh, and then right into Dr. Dre, The Chronic, you know, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. I mean, I was there for all that. I, I moved to Germany. Dad being in the Army, we moved to Germany when I was 11 and didn't come back to the States until I was 13. And uh, it was quite a bit different over there, you know, living in another country. But mm -hmm. most of the people in the Army, believe it or not, are from urban areas. So hip-hop was still super popular. So it was still a, a giant part of my life, even over there. You know, and it's right as I came back to the States is when I started writing in junior high started writing rhymes, started writing poetry, started trying to rap and freestyle and thought I was cool. Okay. All right. So um, let's see. It says that uh, at the age of 21, you was arrested and served five years in prison on two separate cases. Did you want to yep. talk a little bit about that? I see that you have some of that in some of your music, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely uh, I have a track uh, that I wrote uh, called Forgot How to Fly. That's my prison track. Uh, the guy that I feature on there, his name's Papa Payne. He's a, a, a larger artist out of Oklahoma City. And uh, we were actually locked up together at the same uh, maximum security prison out here in Lawton. And so he was the perfect fit for the feature. You know, and I, and I did kind of pour a lot into that, into that track. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm going to say that prison definitely made me who I am today, whether that's good or bad. I mean... Mm -hmm. Growing up, like I said, growing up in Lawton here in the city, I mean, you know, I got involved in meth at a real young age. Uh, at 15, you know, I started doing meth. Started shooting up by the time I was 17. You know, was cooking dope and selling drugs and pills and anything I get my hands on, running the streets, doing the whole street life, you know. And then got caught up in the wrong situation at the wrong time and got some charges and, you know, the rest is history. I did some time. You know, I learned a lot about myself. I mean, 
I spent at one point in time, I spent uh, some time in a cell by myself, like literally by myself, 23 hour lockdown for 10 oh. days. And, uh, and it wasn't for anything getting in trouble. It was just part of the system moving through, uh, at assessment and reception, just one of the things I had a hold on my packet. And so I got held and just the way it worked, they filled the same cells every day, basically if somebody left. So my celly left to go to a yard and I kind of got stuck there for 10 days by myself. And man, it just kind of, you figure out what kind of person you are when you spend 23 hours a day by yourself, you was nothing more than a Bible pretty much, you know? Uh, Cause at that point in time in the system, it's maximum security. So nobody has anything cause you're not actually to the prison that you're going to be serving your time at, you know, it's just part of the process where they do a lot of paperwork and stuff. Okay. So I, now, I mean that, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You was talking. I like to talk to you. Oh yeah. I was just going to say, uh, <laughs> I mean that, that was the time that those 10 days kind of taught me a lot about who I was just inside myself. And then just the overall process of prison, man, is a, it's a real broken system. Uh, the system isn't isn't helping anybody. I mean, the recidivism rate is is huge. Uh, I mean, it's just it's it's huge. It's not it's not about reform. It's about money. It's because I mean, I spent most of my time at a private prison, and they ran it just like a business. You know, I mean, so yeah. I saw a lot of that too. So it's not just the stories that I try to tell about prison isn't just you know, uh, lock up or, you know, MSNBC type stuff, even though that happens and I've seen some bad stuff and been involved in a few little bad things, but it's more to it, man. The prison system itself is, is a, is a chain holding down, you know, I mean, urban youth mostly, I mean, it's the honest, the honest truth of it, you know, and it's become a business, man, and people are getting rich off of it. Well, that's interesting that you mentioned that because we actually touched a little bit about that on last week when we was on the show, how uh, the guest also has did some time. And, like, I, I totally agree, you know, like, it has become a business, you know. I know a, a couple of inmates myself, uh, you know, and it's like they ask for money to be put on the canteen on the books and whatever, and I'm like, okay, it's definitely not what it used to be where you could just send some money and whatever. Now it's like a 7 or $8 charge just so that you can get in touch with your loved ones or your friends or whoever it may be, you know. And some of the times people are locked up unjustly, so it's definitely not reformation, so to speak. It's definitely what you just said, you know, they're just, they're just collecting the money. I don't know where the money's going, but they're just collecting the money. So there's interesting that you say that um and by looking at you not to stereotype uh you or any any way not to say that a person that has that type of background should look a certain way but you know you talk very eloquently and you speak very well so you sound like an educated man and just, i've been following you for some time in your music um you've actually had the opportunity to appear on one of my favorite shows Apollo Knights LA. So would you like to talk a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, I, I, I absolutely, absolutely love Apollo Knight LA. I, I, I give a huge shout out to them. Uh, it was, it was definitely an honor to be on the show and I'm hoping they're going to have me back on with my new music video. Uh, yeah. And you know what? That was right about the time. I mean, that show is really taken off and I really appreciate the fact that they do it for the independent artists and they right. really respect any artist that's grinding. You know what I mean? Mhm. I really respect that. Uh, they give real honest opinions on there. They're hilarious, you know, obviously. I mean, like you said, it's one of your favorite <laughs> shows. I mean, they're super entertaining. I mean, obviously, they have great chemistry on that show. And they told me if I ever fly out to L.A. that I could come on the show live for sure, 100%. And I most definitely would take them up on that offer if I ever came out there for any reason. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so now I see where it says that you've also, you were nominated by the International Society of Poetry for being Poet of the Year. So you're right. also okay. a poet? Yeah, okay. So when I went to when I went to prison, uh, poetry kind of became a hustle, believe it, believe it or not. In prison, man, everybody has a hustle. You know what I mean? Some people mm -hmm. make like jewelry boxes that they sell, some people braid people's hair. I mean, it just, everybody's got a hustle doing something. Well, me being talented with words, I charge somebody five bucks and they would tell me a lot of stuff about their girl, certain situations, this and that. And then I would customize a poem for them. Like, so it was part of my hustle. And so I've always written rhymes. I've always written poetry. I mean, I've got notebooks and notebooks full of rhymes. And so I, I submitted to, I found, just came across, I don't even remember in a magazine or something, some kind of competition. 
and I submitted for it, and then I found out that there was like the International Society of Poetry, and I got hooked up with that, and I started submitting stuff, and so I actually have seven poems published in books, like at my mom's house, like not you know not online, like I have actual seven bound books that I've been published in that that mom has at home that you know those are kind of close to her heart. I mean, some of the poems are one of them's about my grandmother that passed, you know, and so that's real close to my mom's heart. But yeah, it's funny that I got nominated. And uh, I was actually in prison, and they invited me out to the national conference in Las Vegas. And I just found it to be real ironic because, I mean, I was obviously in prison and could not attend that. Whether they were going to pay for it or whether I had to pay for it or not, it didn't matter. I just thought it was funny. But, yeah, so I got a little plaque for that at my mom's house on the wall. Just for being a finalist. She just didn't support that fat boy shit that you listen to. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, moms come full circle on my on my rap music nowadays. I mean, she come full circle. I tell you, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, you know, like I said, growing up in Lawton, you know, rap music is rap music to me. I mean, one of my biggest influences uh, is the Wu Tang Clan. I mean, I love hip hop for the truest elements of rhyming, wordplay, metaphors, punchlines. I mean, I run a rap battle league online, so I mean, I love that type of hip-hop, but also I'm from Oklahoma, so my roots are country, so the music mm-hmm. I make is different than just my love of just the wordplay itself. Okay. Okay. Well, what we want to do, uh, we want to listen to another one of your tracks real quick, uh, but before we do that, I have to give a couple of shout-outs. I don't like to do it at the end of the show, but... Sometimes things happen, so I want to go ahead and do those now. So the first shout-out goes to Numero Uno. Thank you so much for always participating and always listening to the show and following us. Even follow us when we don't have real shows and we be in testing mode. You be right there. Thank you so much for your support. Shout-out to D-City Entertainment, Chaos in the House. We're going to listen to him and hear what he has to say after the song. And then one more quick shout-out to one of your supporters this evening uh, by the name of Eyes of Ease Entertainment out of the DMV area, a.k.a. Music Fairy Godmother here on the Twitter. So definitely salute and shout-out to her. So we're going to Absolutely. go ahead and <laughs> listen to this quick song called Andy, and we'll be right back. So just mute your phone, please. Hit the club, the whole crowd was screaming opiate. Uh, yeah, I do me. I'm the motherfucking sheriff, this is my duty. Soon as we hit the spot, these haters looking scurry. Homie, this is L Town, ain't playing that Mayberry. Hey, make it clap, 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 cl
clap. And they make it clap, 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 everyone to the Fernando Show here on Blog Talk Radio, where we're having a conversation by the artist of the name Max Knuckles Rap. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I, I have to say this piece. Um, so when I first heard it by looking at the video that was available, I was like, okay, I got this Andy Griffin thing going on. And then when you started rapping, I was like, hold up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> working it, wait a minute, okay. Definitely like the message here. <laughs> But I like it. I like it. I like it overall. Uh, let's see. So we got D City Entertainment up in the house, Mr. Chaos. Are you still with us, sir? Yeah, man. I'm about to go ahead and do the go on my pile, man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey two step, man. I was hey, listening I to the song. It. I like that. Yeah, I Hello? appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we good, man. I really appreciate that. I take any love I can get, you know what I mean? I'm just like any other artist right. putting in work. So Mr. Oh, uh, Chaos here has a show of his own called DC the Entertainment, uh, where he also promotes artists and entertainers as well alike. Uh, sir, did you have anything that you wanted to say? Did you have any questions for the guests this evening? I know you've been listening. You've been waiting patiently. And thank you so much as well for your, your support. You know how I do. You know, I got one question that I asked the artist. Hey, Knuckles. Yes, sir. Do you remember your first rap, man? Do I remember my first rap? Man, I, you know what? I don't actually I honestly couldn't oh. tell you what my first rap was, but 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 I can tell you I can tell you where I was when I wrote it. I just got home from school. It was in junior high. It was in eighth grade. I was thirteen. I just got home from school, and I was listening to Nas. I remember Nas. it was the uh, "Hate Me Now," and that was the beat that I was trying to write to. But I, I couldn't tell you what I was trying to write. But that was my first oh, okay. attempt at, at really trying to write a song. Now, yeah, I got a question. Now is what I was writing to. Now, when you know when I when I first started rapping, you know it wasn't too many instrumentals you can get. So we used to I learned how to rap in in in, in my bars and stuff from the radio. So well, I was, yeah, I was rap, rapping over the actual song. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I was rapping over the song. Nas's actual song. Yeah, hate me now. Like not a not a beat. I was just rapping over the song. <laughs> yeah, I most certainly didn't have a beat. I was lucky to have oh, a radio. Okay. Oh, but, I, mean, I specifically remember. Yeah, I specifically remember that's what it was. I was I was so in love with that music video. That music, I like it. Was, I remember it being on MTV back when they played videos. You know what I mean? <laughs> so long okay, ago. Now, on my show. We always ask the uh, artists to spit, and since we're in the power circle, and this is the For Merlot Show, Friends of Merlot, you think you can spit something for us real quick? Okay. All right, let me see what I got. It'd be like this. 
I'm a monstrous rhinoceros stomping through all these ostriches, plotting on holding hostages, starting with all the artist kids, talking like they the hardest shit. It's obvious you couldn't see me through binoculars while you watching this. Atomic bombing is probably start the apocalypse. The rap game's full of pussies like gynecologist colleges. So use your yeah. common sense before you face the consequence. I'll leave your body oddly displayed like a collage of walruses. I put my all in this flawless. I'll never call it quits. I'm like a college kid drunk at Alcoholics Anonymous. You haven't gotten okay, this. Okay, 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 okay. 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 <laughs> you guys fit. <laughs> hey, we you know we got we check the artists. You know what I'm saying? We 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 gotta do a hey, little I've check. Had, on. I just five. Hey, I did five years on a yard, homie. I'm I've been heart checked before. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> it ain't now, my I first ain't, time I being heart checked. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, look, I ain't read your bio or anything. I ain't get a chance to uh, read your bio or listen to your music. Now, I was listening to your interview. You said you do a a, a rap battle league online? Yeah, yeah, Bomb Squad Battle League. You can look us up, bombsquadbattles.com. We're on Facebook. We got two groups on Facebook with over 60,000 members. We got a couple fan pages. You can find the main fan page, Bomb Squad Battle League. So yeah, is I that, run it with, is, with four other people, with three other people. There's four of us total. We call ourselves the four horses. Now, now, how do that work out? Um, what do you do, videos? Okay, check this out. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. The two artists submit their videos uh, 24 hours before the battle actually takes place. I do all the video mm -hmm. editing. I edit them together with the intros and some cut scenes and stuff, and then we put them out, and then the fans, we have a voting system. We got two judges that vote. The judges' scores carry a certain amount of weight, and then fan votes carry like five points. That way, the fans get involved too, and they, you know, they're it's interactive, so they definitely can pick up their favorite artists. And I mean, we're in our eighth season, or we're coming up in our eighth season. There's BBL seven running right now. We're already looking towards BBL eight, and I mean, it's grown. Like I said, you know, just our groups have sixty thousand members on Facebook. So, I mean, you know, okay. we're we're doing what we can. I mean, I love battle rap, man. I think I think bar for bar, battle rappers are the best rappers on earth. Not saying they can make the best music. I'm just saying they True. make you know bar for bar. You know, punchlines, I mean, they just have it, you know, I mean, clips, I mean, just, some of them dudes are just on another level. So do you, know, you battle? Not saying they can make music. Do I battle? Yes. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I battled before, absolutely. That's how I got it. That's how I got involved with this league, was back in BBL2 when they were just in their infancy. I went all the way through. They were doing tournaments back then. I made it all the way to the finals and got beat by the same dude that had beat me earlier in the round to put me in the loser's bracket. And then me and him stayed on with two other guys. Uh, two of them are – one of them's from Chicago, one of them's from Detroit, and the other one's from Florida. I'm here in Oklahoma, and the four of us run it together. You know, we're all admins. And we've built it up over the last five seasons, like I said, to what it is now. You know, 60,000-plus 60, followers. I mean, we have a large reach on Facebook. That's what's up right there, man. Man, I don't know if yeah, I, mean, I, I love battle rap. Hey, Merlo, did you ask him this question? How did you get into rapping? Yeah, he did. My mama at Christmas time bought me a CD, and it was the Fat Boys. Well, it was a tape. It was a tape, and it was the Fat Boys coming back hard again. I was eight <laughs> years old, man. And I played a song on there called Hell No, and she flipped out and was like, Santa Claus lost his mind. You know, but of course I was eight, so I thought Santa was real. You know what I mean? Like, But, yeah, that's how I started first listening to rap, man. My mom bought me a tape. She's probably listening right now oh, somewhere great. online. Mom, I love you so you started my career if you listen. You know? <laughs> she knows that. We joke about it now. Uh, you got a Merlo. Oh, um, no, I was actually enjoying that. Interesting. Interesting what you find to get listening to folks. Ah, so now, so let me see. So I guess one question that we definitely like to ask people is, if you had to share a message with the young people of today that hasn't listened to any of your music or that hasn't been following you and you had the opportunity to say it now, what would you tell them? Okay. I would, I would tell the youth of today to have fun, but to know what truly having fun is. You know what I mean? Like that it's having fun doesn't necessarily mean going out, to the club every weekend and getting smashed or doing drugs. You know, I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm saying, you know, this family time, you know, being around your loved ones. I mean, birthday parties for the kids. I mean, there's just, but when you're a kid, there's so much fun things you can do, but, but we screw it up so easily because we start partying and we fall into drugs and alcohol. And I mean, that's just, you know, it's a lifestyle that, that most rappers portray. 
And I'm not saying that that's not fun as well. I'm just saying find find your fun, but know when you're having too much fun. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and I would just tell anybody to stay away from drugs. <laughs> Don't do drugs, man. You know what I mean? Like that's I, I gotta put that out there. Obviously, they they ruined my life. I've been I've been clean for ten years. You know what I mean? So. To me, that's a that's a big deal too. Don't don't do drugs. Now I got a question. So when you say don't do drugs, is that all drugs? Does that include the 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 weed and things like that, the trees and stuff like that? It's, I mean, I'm gonna tell you like this. I think that alcohol. I think alcohol is worse than marijuana. I, I do. I think more drunk drivers kill people. I, I and I think that it should be legalized because I think. I think that each American should get the chance to make their own decision, but I don't partake of it in my, it doesn't, it doesn't fit into my life. You know what I mean? Well, there was a time that. in the past where it fit, but, <laughs> but, but I think every American should have the right to decide what they do with a plant. You know what I mean? That's just, that's now, just my, me, my belief. Now, now let me pick it back off of that. You said to have fun. What? is the hardest part of this music business to you? Because it is a business. I mean, it's creating art, creating your music. But what do you think is the hardest part of this entertainment business? I, I, I honestly am going to tell you the, the live portions of this industry are the hardest, but I believe they're the most rewarding. I, and I believe that that's how you get noticed by companies, you know, sponsors, things like that, is your live events. The biggest thing I've run into is a lot of shows I've put on had really crappy production. Things are thrown together. I mean, you got to understand I'm in Oklahoma, you know, northern mm-hmm. Texas, southern Kansas. Those are the areas that I'm mostly performing. And things just, they're not put together real well. And so mm-hmm. there's, there's bad equipment. And, I mean, some places I've been, they only had one mic, you know. So you, if you had a partner or a hype man or something, you know, you were just out of luck. And I, to me, that's just, that's crazy. But, I had never performed before, really, never used a mic. I mean, I've only been doing music seriously for a year and a half, so I've only been performing for a year and a half. I mean, I've been rapping in front of people. But as far as uh-huh. using a microphone, learning how to work the stage, I mean, honestly, for me, that, that's been the hardest part, you know, because I want to put on a dope show. When, when Knuckles performs, I want people to be like, man, yo, that white boy killed that show. You know what I mean? That's just that's, right. that's one of the crowd reaction I want. So I've put a lot of effort into that. I mean, I practice my sets and... And I definitely make sure that I can keep my breath up so that I can get through all my rhymes. And I try to stay on top of that. Don't drink too well, much before you perform, you know, like, I, I mean, I really try to put on a good show. And, and I think that that, I think nowadays, man, and I mean, I've performed with some, some people. I mean, I've opened for little flip and some other people who are bigger name people. And even still, I mean, the little venues made it where it's like, man, this show should be a much better than it is, you know, but, the sound system was crappy, or the venue was kind of cramped, or it's just not where you at. That's everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I mean, I just, I'm just saying that, especially here in Oklahoma, we have a poorly crafted hip hop scene. And even though most of the music that I'm making nowadays is more, more country rap, you know, the the music mm-hmm. I'm making for sure. Maybe not all the rap that I'm making, but all of the music I'm making, trying to put more country elements into it. So there is no theme for me at all. I mean, I, it's just kind of kind of been where I did an interview on our, our top 40 station about two weeks ago, right when my music video dropped, they invited me out. I haven't been on the country station for this video or have I been on the rap station for this video. I was on the, the our hip hop station for Andy. They had me in for an interview and played it. But for this Cowboy Boots and Shorts, the the top 40 station is the one that brought me in. Like it, it was, it's been, you know, it's, it's awkward. Like I don't fit in anywhere in the music scene here. Like the country okay. station doesn't want to play my stuff, you know, but the, the hip hop station doesn't necessarily want to play my stuff too, so I'm kind of an underground following. But with oh, that being said, <laughs> Merlot, can I hear another song by Knuckles? <laughs> but I got a question first, though. So it has been brought to our attention via social media that you have a sexy rapper girlfriend. Would that be I, I, oh. the name of Ashley Knuckles? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that all oh, shit no. yeah she, she, she hey i tell you what uh, she i mean she says she can't rap because she can't rap on a beat but she she really likes to write she puts her heart into a lot of stuff and so she makes a lot of verses and she's actually bat- done some battles before and she's even won a few battles so i guess you want to say i got a sexy rapper girlfriend than i do 
She dropped a little verse today, and it got like 6,000 views already in like oh, six hours or something. I mean, you know, she's just popular. Today. She got big boots. Just today, yeah. Yeah, it's on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, she could probably hit you with a link. She's playing on social media right now. I see. Okay. She is definitely and she's in the other... <laughs> yeah, she okay. she's actually my PR person too. So I normally let her talk to everybody. Like wow. I, she's my layer in between most people, and, and it works so well. You know, she's a good face for my company. Well, we can hear from her too after after the song. How about that? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I'll get her on the phone for you. All right, so hold tight. Make sure you put your phone on mute because we heard some background noise last yep. time. I'm with you. <laughs> All, right. All right, so this one is, uh, well, I'll play the song and then we'll let you talk about it when we get back. Okay. In my cowboy boots and shorts. 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 I, I, I be looking like a weirdo. In my cowboy boots and shorts. In my cowboy boots and shorts. In my cowboy boots and shorts. But I can jump off in a pistol. In my cowboy boots and shorts. In my cowboy boots and shorts. In my cowboy boots and shorts. The furthest thing from a pistol. In my cowboy boots and shorts. In my cowboy boots and shorts. In my cowboy boots and shorts. But I got to keep it real, so I wear cowboy boots and shorts. I wear cowboy. back everyone to the Fumerlo show where we're having a conversation with the artist by the name of Knuckles. Uh we also have Mr. D City Entertainment himself in the house, Mr. Chaos, as well as our sweet, 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 sweet spoken black. The spoken black say what's up to the artist this evening. This bitch. 
I'm here. I'm here, see? As soon as you say that, I'm here. It's cool. Hello, my love. <laughs> no. You know, I had to get. I was like, "Here we go." Man. I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, I just called in to say what's up. I I think earlier yes. we were talking about there was going to be a rapper on the show tonight, and I'm not. No, I'm not going to say it was me. I think it was Vanilla Sky that talked bad about rappers and putting rappers down. But I still wanted to call in and show some support. And I actually, I like your music. It's good. So I definitely wanted to let you know that. We're both poets, me and Vanilla Sky. So when it comes to rapping, it's just a whole different thing for us. But I support you and I like your music. Well, he actually does poetry as well. Oh. I might have to have him also in motion. See, I do poetry too. So you can't even hate on me for being a rapper. (laughs) (laughs) I'm no, we'll have we'll have to well, see, and that proves the artist you can do it all. But we'll have to have you on the school and most of the show unless you share some of your poetry. Absolutely, I'll be there. All right, Merlo. Yo. Am I your favorite? Girl, oh uh, no, she did. <laughs> Girl, uh, hey, that was a loaded you. ass question. <laughs> It's it's a it's a, it's an inside joke. <laughs> totally inappropriate for this evening. Moving right along. Thank you so much, Miss Spoken Black, for calling and giving your two cents. Yes, thank you for the kind. You're welcome. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank hey, you. Noble. Yes. Now, do you really be chilling out on a uh, on a uh, in the hood in the summertime with your cowboy boots and shorts on, man? Hey, absolutely, man, a hundred percent. I'm actually sitting on the front porch right now in the middle of the hood. Hey, hey, yeah. I mean, you know, if you hear gunshots and the line goes dead, I mean, I'm from Lawton, so that happens. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> I called in yet to talk about Lawton. I'm sure somebody's... Now, how the hell... It's kind of, how do you... How do you run with the cowboy boots on, man? Oh, man, I don't run. <laughs> yeah, I don't run from anyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Yeah, I ain't got, I ain't got time to run. Hey, but, but if I get on the treadmill, you know, I, I'll put on some new balances or something. <laughs> All right. Unbelievable. Totally unbelievable. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's talk about this cowboy boots and shorts. Okay. Uh, I know that's one of your latest uh, workings that you was working on. Uh, right. Tell us okay. a little bit about placement, where you placed it, and what came up with cowboy boots and shorts. I mean, tell us a little bit about it. Okay, so here's how it came about. Uh, we were camping this year early. As soon as it first started getting warm, I took my family. You know, I got five kids. So I, we went we went out to the lake and I was wearing cowboy boots and shorts and I just started playing with this chorus in my head. And, uh, when I went to the studio after I got back uh, that next Monday, I went and saw my producer future shot the future. He's my producer future recording studios here in Los Palomas. Uh, and I was like, Hey future, check out this course. I was like, it's kind of weird, but I like it, you know? And I spit it and he was like, all right, check it out. Just go record that. And so I went in the booth and I just recorded it to a metronome. And then he built the beat around the chorus, and then I took it home, and I wrote the verses and went back and spit it. Okay. And so, okay, so let's see. It's been it's been just over three weeks, just right at three weeks since I dropped it. And oh. it's got total between Facebook and YouTube, it's at 77,000 views right now mm. in, in three weeks. So it's been really popular. Uh, it's been featured on hip hop music. Uh, Rappers IQ has me featured right now. It's been featured in the Lost Oval. I actually have a newspaper article in the in our local newspaper coming out tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow morning, I'll be in the local paper. A real big article because I'm I'm headlining the Project X Unity Festival that's happening Saturday. Uh, it's a big festival that we put on here in town to promote harmony and unity, and we have their skate competitions and there's like a a motorcycle stunt rider is going to be there and a couple of performers and I'm, I'm headlining the show. So yeah, it's been real 
successful for me right now. I mean, it's it's really it's got a lot of attention brought my way. You know, a lot of a lot of opportunities opening up from that track. Uh, chaos. I think we're in the wrong place. It seems like Oklahoma's where it's at. <laughs> it's popping. <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to get out of here. You crazy? No, I'm hoping somebody's listening right now that wants to give me a record deal and wants me to move to Nashville or to Los Angeles or New York. I, I don't even care. <laughs> now, listening to your music, it seemed like. It seemed like your music can get you on a lot of festivals and, and, and stuff like that because I, I like the type of music you, that you're doing, and it's not a particular lane, so it's different. So people will like your music, man. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I mean, uh, yeah, my uh, one of my kinfolk, I do have one cousin that is a, he's a singer. He's a performer for dummies, and he told me that. He's like, man, you're kind of making your own lane here right now with what you're doing. He's like, you're going to get a lot of backlash from that. He was like, but the fans you pick up will be your real fans because they like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, I appreciate you saying that. Like, it's, you know, there's not a lot of people making the music I'm making. It's weird. You know, that's funny that you would say that, too. You know, I always got something to say. There was this <laughs> uh, particular um, thing that we had did, and we we were we had some guests that were on the show. Not going to say which show it was, but it wasn't for Merlot's show, of course. But we had right. some guests on the show, and we were hosting that night. And the people that were over the show, their brand, they were a little upset because I made some comments as to, you know, all of the listeners and the fans have a voice. And it was told to me that they have a small voice. So, you know, Merlot, 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 just had to go a little bit postal, went went sideways with the whole conversation because I totally disagreed with that statement. You know, who, we wouldn't be who we are if we didn't have fans or some type of listener base. You know, we would just be doing it just because. So I, I, I really appreciate, you know, you actually taking the time out to listen to the fans and your fans are your number one supporters. Of course, mom is always there. She's number one. She's going to support you to the end. But the people outside your immediate family, that's where it's at, you know. Sometimes they may not understand the music, whatever the case may be, but they still support you and be there no matter what. Okay, I'm, I'm just rambling. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Say something. Say something. Okay. Uh, now what, I was saying, <laughs> I mean, what I've learned is there's a difference between a fan and a supporter. A fan mm-hmm. is somebody who likes to listen to your music. A supporter is someone that presses that share button because they want somebody else to listen to your music because mm-hmm. they want to make fans for you. You know, when you like somebody's music that much, you know, that it's you either just you jam out to it that hard or it touched you in some way deep inside, you know, whatever it is where you made that connection. When, when you're, you know, a true supporter is someone who wants to share your music with others. And I, I found that I'd rather have a few really strong supporters than a bunch of fans. I mean, obviously, I mean, if I had a million fans, I wouldn't complain about that. But, I mean, I, I think I thank you. I just want to say thank you to my support team. I mean, you know, they know who they are. Anybody that's ever shared my music with somebody else. Now, you oh, talking about yeah, Shane. Well, Uh-oh, you talk about Shane, Shane with your fans <laughs> and your supporters. Do you have, out of all your raps and your poetry, do you have any uh, a particular verse that's this true to your heart that that's you want everybody to hear and feel what you're saying. That's truly my heart. Yeah, that's just the the reason I was late is because I was actually shooting a music video tonight. For okay, just I didn't want to talk about it, but we coming into the close of the show, so just in case I tear up, I'm gonna talk about it. Okay, I said I got five kids, but I haven't seen my daughter in over eight months because I'm dealing with a custody battle with my ex-wife, and. I just made a remix with my cousin Tristan Dummies that I mentioned earlier. He's one of the best vocalists in Oklahoma. We just remixed Wiz Khalifa, See You Again, and he totally resung the chorus for me, and we personalized it for my daughter. And I just shot that. Vi- I just shot the video tonight, and I'm gonna try to have it dropped by like Monday. And I promise that that song is my heart. I mean, you know, there's emotion, there's tears in the lyrics. I mean, literally tears in the lyrics. Uh, okay. And it's. I mean, you guys pay attention and, and watch next week for it to drop. Anyone that's listening, if y'all want to hear Knuckles' heart on on a track, I promise. Okay. 
All right, so before we do close out the show, we definitely want to hear from Miss Ashley up in here tonight. So go ahead and pass that phone. Like okay. you're passing the well, we can't Hold say on. that. <laughs> Hold on. Hello. What's up? <laughs> Not a lot. Just chilling. Just chilling. Well, yep. I'm, I'm so I'm so happy to have you on the show tonight. You know, you've been definitely promoting this man and just doing the damn thing, holding it down and whatever. So let's talk a little bit about you. We didn't talk enough about him. So let's talk about you. So you, he says that you rap, even though you say that you can't rap, but you like to write. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm his girlfriend, and he would say his mom's his number one supporter, but I am. <laughs> and um, I just, I think that he has great potential. Like, I know that he can get a record deal within the next year. And so I want to do everything that I can do to help him. And so I share all of his music and I annoy people on social media because I share it so much. And I like send it to people and I just want everyone to hear it because I think that he's super awesome. And I just want to do everything that I can do to make him be successful because I love him. Oh, uh. she loves him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, though, he's got bars. Okay. Now, so while supporting him, I would say, what would be the hardest thing on like for, like when you when you get up in the morning, I know you send out your little tweets and things and stuff like that. But what would be the hardest moments that you've ever had to take on with dealing with a rapper per se? I think that every rapper's girlfriend would probably have the same thing, and it would be groupies. But I'm pretty intimidating, so I scare a lot of them away. But his music's still oh. good, and they like that. Okay. She's intimidating. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, sexy kitten. <laughs> All right. I'm from New Jersey. Oh, shit. So how the fuck did Jersey and Oklahoma hook up? <laughs> it's a love story. It's a love story. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that on another we show. We met on ChristianMingle.com. Christian You Mingle. said on oh, Christian Mingle. Yeah. <laughs> She's lying. <laughs> Are you serious? My my screen name was Throw That Ass in a Prayer Circle 69. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Y'all got jokes tonight. Throw that ass in a prayer circle. <laughs> and what was this? What was his screen name? Um, what was your screen name? What was my name? <laughs> Jesus freak. Jesus freak. Oh man. Oh, oh. <laughs> I I tell you, I hate you. <laughs> so, Miss PR, because that's what we're going to call you. Uh, what projects do Knuckles have coming out right now? What projects does he have? He has the, what he said, he has the Project X Festival coming up this Saturday. And then he has, he has his EP, City Streets and Country Roads, coming out. He's working on all the tracks for that. He also has, um, the title track for that, which is called City Streets, Country Roads. It's featuring Naka. Um, oh. And in a couple weeks, he also has another thing he's volunteering for. It's called the Party in the Park, and it's to help raise money to buy schools in our area. Oh. All right. So, All right, so go ahead. Go ahead. We got less than 60 seconds. Go ahead, Myrtle. All right, so... Um, real quick, D City, go ahead and give a shout out and do what you gotta do real quick. <laughs> All right. Shout out to the guest Knuckles, Miss P.I., his girlfriend doing her thing to scare away all the groupies. And uh you can catch me next Tuesday at blogtalkradio.com, D City Radio, and catch me on the website www.dcityradio.com. The Pie Circle. Shit.
Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Miss Knuckles, go ahead and give your closing shout out. And then pass that phone. Shout out. <laughs> and and www.knucklesrap.com. Check it out. All right. We definitely want to thank you as well. So, go ahead and pass that phone so the artist can go ahead and say something real quick or two, real quick. Hello. And All right, hey, I just want to say I appreciate you having me on the show. Marlo no, Entertainment, no, Marlo, all day. No problem, no problem. Did you want to go ahead and give some um, some website plug-ins, things of that nature? Uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, knucklesrap.com, that's the main hub. Or you could catch me on any social media. If you put in backslash knucklesrap on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, that's me, backslash knucklesrap. You can catch me anywhere. Shout-out to all my crew. I just dropped the track of my homeboy, Tony Reaper. My new track coming out with Tristan for Dummies. Shout-out to Ashley Knuckles, the beautiful, my my other half, and everything that she's done for me. All right, man. Well, we definitely want to thank you, Mr. Knuckles, for tuning in tonight and for calling in, even in your lateness. But that's all right. We're going to move right past that real quick. want to give a special shout-out to all of our listeners. We thank you very much for tuning in. Oh, yeah, I forgot one thing. Because you were extremely... Blast your ass! Son of a bitch. I I just had to push that button tonight. I just had to. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, yeah. I can dig it. (laughs) But it's all good. It's all good. Again, thank you so much, everybody, for all of your participation. Again, go ahead and support the artists. Make sure you support the music. Retweet it, retweet it, share it, overshare it. Keep it doing what it do. We out here. Till next time, everybody. Do more than dream. Oh, 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 Merlo, oh, Merlo, no, no. <laughs> hey, we gotta blast that yeah. ass because we would not let it sour milk. That's all I had to say. Oh, we're not even gonna talk about that heifer. <laughs> you can definitely leave a text message it's on its way. <laughs> all right, that's all I had to say at the end of the show. She gonna get it. All right, go ahead, Murdo. We out here. <laughs> all, right. all right, y'all. Again to the next Damn, Thursday. Should I keep getting my days fucked up? I know we gotta be hit Saturday, but we're talking about Thursday. So till Thursday, everybody, do more than dream a dream, live it. Holla. <laughs>
moving your head, go ahead, Bible love you. Yeah. We can cradle the bed, I'm straight racking it. The girls say, man, like this, go to rock shit. Yeah, my flow, I guess it, but I can't help it. My flow, ridiculous. Boy, got a gift like it gotta be Christmas. Swag on this like it gotta be gifted. The girls roll the cameras, and they won't fix it, and they gon' frame us. See that? Middle of the bed while I'm saying my scriptures. Cause I see you holy like you pray in the temple. What? I move with the letter of a pencil. And my won't miss you. Good night, kiss you. Take a damn bag, cause you got a pistol. And now I'm saying, body picker up these bitches. Wobble, baby, 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 Get it all, get it all, get it all.